0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. slash style. com slash style.
1: Hello and welcome to two in the think Tank the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. Uh, I'm Andy
2: And I'm Alistair George William Tromley Burchell And already
1: <laughs> already it's going so much better. this is <laughs> you have no idea what you missed out on in terms of mm. the episodes that we just abandoned
2: where ah <laughs> uh, yes where the music was not music the the words were barely words the riffing and... was
1: so unpleasant
2: <laughs> mm. it was it was gross and it the gross. only
1: reason that 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 everything hadn't gone wrong was because there hadn't yet been time for things to go wrong
2: no oh, yeah that's but right. the writing that's was right. on the wall yeah, we were likely going to lose our physical form throughout <laughs> that turn to turn to some kind of goop. The the bonds in our in our hydrocarbony kind of oh, uh, chains. It's a great would have, idea. A would con- have lost
1: a conversation so uncomfortable that it turns you to liquid. You lose mm. well, your at least lose. goop. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You don't consider goop to be liquid. Goop? Oh, do
2: you think goop I I think of goop as a, as a semi-liquid. Oh. Like more gelatinous.
1: Does it flow? Does goop flow? Does your goop flow? I've never
2: pictured that much goop.
1: Well, in a in a you 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 think of it as being like limited in a sort of a droplet.
2: I see it, no, I see it more in a pile. A pile. And
1: but does it does it settle in any way?
2: Yeah, it kind of settles. Mm. It finds it finds a a, a structure that wouldn't hold if you applied any forces to it, but that, you know, w- with gravity...
1: <laughs> I think we should lobby to get goop class- classified as a new state of matter.
2: <laughs>
1: mm, oh, sorry, yeah. gloop. it's gloop, isn't it? Gloop. Goop is, uh, oh. is that uh Gwyneth Paltrow thing.
2: This is gloop. Yeah, I know, but she didn't make up that word. Mm,
1: yeah, I know, but I don't think we want to get into that territory. You know, I don't think we want... I don't want to tread on her toes. We can't, we can't reclaim goop. I don't want to go up against that. Look at Oh my god, the goop my industrial description, complex.
2: My description was so good. Look at this meaning on dictionary.com Google. Mm. Sloppy or <laughs> sticky semi-fluid matter, typically something unpleasant. It's pretty good. Now let's look up gloop. <laughs> sloppy or sticky (laughs) semi-fluid matter typically something unpleasant
1: wow so that that l has no uh effect on the meaning of the word that only you could put as many of those l's in there as you wanted to and it wouldn't change the meaning
2: well you could chuck l's
1: all over the place
2: Goop says that it, it's informal, but North American. Gloop says it's informal, but it doesn't have a location. But the examples are slightly different. One, goop has mawkish sentiment, what mm. that means. But then the other one has an example of using it. It says, and this is gloop, the chicken tikka masala would arrive in a thick liquid gloop. Mm. Not what... Yeah. Word, you'd I don't mean, if they put that on cooking.
1: the menu, I'm... Uh, I'm less than keen. <laughs> what I like, though, is that gloop doesn't only imply in North America. It does appear to be universal. And as far mm. as we know, it could be a true um, universal constant. It could be part of a sort of a, a, a meta-er language that um, could be understood, you know, at anywhere in the universe. Um, whereas if you said goop, mm. the aliens would just look at you with a, you know, with a furrowed antennae. But, uh, but yeah. gloop... Yeah, they're on board. It'd be great if that was the thing. only the only the only thing we we meet aliens and we try to communicate with them uh, arrival style for 50 years and oh, the only thing we can agree on at the end of that is the word gloop and if we say gloop They'll point to the to a pile of gloop (laughs) and and likewise they They, can They
2: take you onto their ship and they show you the corner where there's just some gloop. Yeah. And that's their toilet corner.
1: And then we you know, and then we try and build a uh you know, an inter civilization form of communication basics entirely around uh, the word gloop and the concept of gloop and um You know what's interesting?
2: What's interesting is that you know this is based off of an idea we had ages ago that we, uh, this idea of an alien species who take you know kind of maybe kidnaps us or hires us to smell things for them and tell them what it's like because they don't have senses of smell. Mm. Could you imagine walking onto their ship and the incredible stink that they might have? Yeah, that they've never fixed because they don't have a sense of smell. Mm. And they don't have a concept of smell They might just have a, a toilet corner
1: Well, I also think though That maybe they're extremely sensitive In other ways, emotionally sensitive And they don't mm. deal well with criticism And the yeah. reason that they that no other species That they've encountered is has, has told them about this Is because when they do They take it really badly And they probably start a war or something So mm. we need, you know and I imagine they're probably quite desperate, like, as you would be. If you if you can't handle criticism, but you know something is wrong and you don't have the strength to listen to what yeah. people are telling you and take it or in ears. good faith. And I think what it would have to be is we would have to ignore it for a really long – sorry, yes, yes, all the ears, Alistair. But what we would have to do is we'd have to ignore it for a really long time and just build up trust, okay, maybe over generations with this other species living alongside them. And we all as humans agree not to mention it, right? We're not going to bring it up, the smell, okay? Until, you know, a thousand, two thousand years have passed and we're living alongside each other as, as close as, as brother and sister. And then finally, as a, as a species, we humans say, all right, it's time, it's time to bring this up. But, of course, by that point... We've been living alongside them for so long, we don't even notice the smell. And we, in fact, start to smell because we don't, can't tell, detect that smell anymore. We forget what it even was we were going to bring up. Okay, I guess we, we spent so long hanging out with them. We spent so long hanging out with them, and now we smell just as bad. And then we also get shunned by the broader galactic community. And that's... Uh, what does that tell you about...
2: Oh, um, uh, I guess... Toxic relationships? I guess, no, I don't know. Well, I guess probably what, what would happen is that I guess the reason why we bothered being friends with them, if, with, despite them having such a bad smell, is that they probably give us some huge benefit like technology that we never mm. would have had, or even access to a galactic community. Mm,
1: mm. Or
2: they were just charming. You know? Do you They're understand just... what a privilege it is to be shunned by the galactic community? Because it means that you're a part of the galactic community.
1: It doesn't, though. I think that's sort of what it, what it,
2: uh, the opposite well, of what it means in a way. No, but but think about it, Eddie. Yeah. You know, right now, are, right now, are we being shunned by the galactic community, or does the galactic community not even know about us? Mm, we don't true. even have access to them. Mm. So, is this worse than sort of them all knowing about who we are and how great mm. we are and things yeah. like that, and then getting rid of us because of our stank?
1: It's like it's like intergalactic Oscar Wilde said the only thing worse than being shunned by the galactic community is not being shunned by the galactic community. Did he say that? Yeah, that was what alien Oscar Wilde said. Alistair, here's a sketch idea for you.
2: Right. Yeah, but wait, wait, is any of this a sketch idea? Should I write any of this? I think um, um I guess I guess it's an old sketch idea. No, but, but I think but is,
1: I think the idea of aliens coming down and us not Trying not to mention something um, yeah. is is good as a sketch idea. Yeah. You know, whatever okay. that actually is, whatever particular personal habit that they all have that's really unpleasant. We just
2: but they stink. Remember, and it's like this is all the the recordings that we play to humans. Mm. We've made contact, and it's incredible. Just to, but just to let you know, they all stink, and we can't <laughs> mention it. Because they just seem a bit sensitive.
1: Mm. Well, I mean, maybe a scout ship arrives uh, bearing one heavily injured envoy from another civilization that was wiped out by these guys because they got offended when they mentioned that they stink. So their warning to us is not to bring it up. And that then becomes our, our, our challenge as a species.
2: Sure, sure. That's great.
1: And you know, it's a kind of it's a kind of politeness that we have to adopt as a as a defence mechanism, uh, and maybe even is enforced. Um, it becomes the legal form of politeness. Is 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 that what uh, is that what law? All laws are just a kind of legal politeness, just things that you're not. I guess, in a way, to,
2: to to murder is rude. Mm, um, to steal, to steal is rude. Rude, um, <laughs> rude, <laughs> rude. To to park somewhere for too long is mm, rude. Rude.
1: <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's just a yeah. uh, formal,
2: formal rude rudeness.
1: Formalized. It's inconvenient.
2: Rudeness. Well, because it's it, it's inconvenient for other people, for your benefit. Indeed. It's when you're rude. Uh, Or, or you make things that are inconvenient for others Mm. for your benefit. So, yeah, I think that's kind of, yeah, it's a conflict resolution.
1: What do you think of this as a sketch idea, Alastair? All right, exercise unicycle. What do you think of that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So you just have one in your house. Just have Um, one in your house.
1: You just ride it inside. It's a, you know, or maybe it's a type of spin class. That it's yeah. all done on unicycles and you yeah. all have to wear a, a top hat <laughs> or some kind of yeah.
2: fucking It's <laughs> a, stupid like a sweat-absorbing top hat.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's made from really high-tech uh, fabric, breathable,
2: fabric. A breathable mm. top hat. Yeah, yeah. There's um, a,
1: a special kind of tweed vest. <laughs> that, it's, it's a lycra tweed blend. It's the most <laughs> high-performance tweed checkered, yeah. tweed vest that, that, that exists. I just think, you know, we've got the exercise bike and we've got the exercise rowing machine, but there are so many other forms of transport sure. that we are yet to turn into a form of exercise. We've got the treadmill. Yeah. We've got the step Which is thing. walking,
2: exercise. It's a, Basically, it's an exercise footpath.
1: You've got the cross trainer. what about one for climbing? What about It'd one? it would be good if they
2: could if they could build the treadmill right into the shoe? That would be good.
1: that must you know? be a thing somewhere right that there are a the little... treadmill shoe because uh, it...
2: because you're recreating the road
1: you basically the have, you basically have under your feet. Uh, like a, I guess, a little track, like a little, like bulldozer track type thing, caterpillar track, yeah. <laughs> that, as you, but, but, but running in the opposite direction,
2: yeah, yeah I think to so. To keep
1: you standing still,
2: yeah, yeah, I, yeah, great. I, I think it would, I think it would lead to some injuries at mm. first, but once you got the knack. You know, once you got that knack, I guess it could probably read with some computer vision, it could probably read the speed at which your feet are moving. Mm. And so, and so adjust how fast it should be going based off of that.
1: Uh, yeah, no, definitely. It would have to. Yeah, to keep you in the same place. Yes, it, it does. All yeah. That. Um, yeah. Probably be quite it's- heavy, the boots. You know?
2: I think but, it'd be a heavy boot.
1: Well, we'd make it as light as possible. Obviously.
2: Yeah. But... <laughs> we don't have to. I suppose we could make it really heavy.
1: Oh, this is my um, this is my thing always with, with exercise. Why would you ever do anything to make it easier? Why would you ever buy yeah, put, special put running lycra. shoes and put on lycra or whatever? It's supposed to be hard. Don't...
2: Yeah. Don't, the whole point is that you're burning energy. I know. That's the thing with cyclists and stuff like that. I'd Like... I get that you're like. There's one aspect in which there's a competition, mm. and you want to wear lycra for that.
1: But if you're just doing but then, it for exercise, but why wear
2: speed? Why yeah for exercise? Why wear speedos if you're swimming? Why not wear like cargo pants? <laughs> what the whole point is that you're there to to work out.
1: You know, you make the make swimming difficult enough. We could make pools really short. You know, just mm. just three or four meters at the olympics right in the future when space is so is, is it such a premium it'll be an unimaginable luxury to have a 50 meter swimming pool and you know we'll need that space for hospitals and uh and 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 uh, apartment buildings and yeah. so you know probably the maximum length they'll be able to be will be about four meters, and then we'll just need to work out the ways in which we make it more difficult for the swimmers, so that they still yeah. take approximately the same time to cover that form these are the, the most elite well, athletes could, in the world still take several minutes well to you cover could that you distance. could
2: make you could make the pools um shorter by making the liquid more viscous.
1: You absolutely could. Although I think I've seen something about this, which is that as well as making it harder to move forward, they also give you more to push on. So, viscous liquids, in some ways, are yeah. easier to swim through. Is that true?
2: Well, whatever it, I don't know. Whatever it is, maybe, you know, if you've got to make it oil or if you've got to mm. make it mm. something, you know, something that's Poisonous. closer to a gas, <laughs> acidic, poison, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is there, what, what is a, th- a very thin liquid? I guess oil is something like that, right? Because it's, or is that? That's
1: a really, really good question.
2: What's a, What's the least viscous liquid?
1: The thinnest, lightest liquid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I suppose oil does float on water, but it's in some ways it feels more viscous, right? Like it gets, it can be quite thick, even though it's light.
2: Yeah, well, it says here that the ethyl alcohol is the least viscous fluid. Mm, there you, you go. could A, acquire a large enough <laughs> quantity to swim in, and B, not die from dipping your body into.
1: Right, so they'll be swimming through <laughs> pure alcohol.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I think that would bring its own challenges, and I think that's that's really promising.
2: But Well, it, it would also allow, you know, put a limit on how long people can stay in there. Which is also what we kind of want with this high turnover kind of short pool that we're creating.
1: Mm, mm.
2: Again, we're not sure whether making a low viscosity pool is going to (laughs) make things more difficult or what. I guess, is it easier to drown in? I
1: think that is the case. I think that you would not float very possibly in in that, uh, that liquid
2: which allows us to make it more shallow so that people can stand up so that they don't die. Great. Perfect. But that I suppose if you do die, your body will be pretty well preserved.
0: <laughs> and,
2: um, you know, and I guess, you know, it'll be more, I don't know, just be neater for uh, getting it, the body back to your parents. It'll be <laughs> very know, neat. Yeah. Assuming you, your parents outlive you.
1: Um <laughs> 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 assuming, assuming you are on good terms with your parents, and yeah, they would terms. be, they would be interested to see your preserved body after you die. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I guess I am interested.
2: Yeah, okay. Ah, Said that a dead? Well, let me see his body then. Mm. I don't believe you. This is some ruse that he's come up with um, to trick me, mm. and. And I want to double check that this person, who I thought I trusted,
1: an exercise skateboard, an exercise or, or scooter, scooter, yes, indeed, um, an exercise uh, car. So, uh, what about we...
2: exercise <laughs> boxing gloves? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so how how does that work?
2: Yeah, that's what I find. That's what I'm finding myself. Thinking of that is <laughs> let's okay let's let's just say for the for the fuck of it that they mm. have they have sort of rocket jet and you know powered r- rocket powered mm. propulsion jets in the front of them mm. right so that blast so that when back you pl- towards you yeah mm. so That's that a it really feels good it feels like you're that you're making impact
1: or at least punching into or a just, very
2: thick fog. Yeah. Resistance mm. boxing gloves. Mm. Sure. Um
1: I think there should yeah. be a um a gas, you know, a room that has a really uh really dense gas in it that makes it harder to punch and harder to move through. That would be quite good. But uh, you know, we're back yeah. in the, back I mean, in I the guess was, territory.
2: I, yeah, I suppose if you had a very heavy a heavy gas Mm. that you could maybe, you could box with a snorkel on so that your snorkel goes up above the gas. Mm. You can breathe regular air. Mm. Yep. So I think having oxygen tanks and shit like that will be just too cumbersome. Just wear a snorkel <laughs> and a mask.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, this is getting annoying
2: and cumbersome. Yeah. <laughs> cumbersome.
1: This wasn't ever supposed to be difficult and complicated when we, when we decided to fill the room with dense gas. Ah, uh, yes What about my um, exercise car idea, Alistair? Didn't seem like you were very interested
2: Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear that <laughs> An exercise car
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's a little sort of stripped down little car thing that you have Yeah And, <laughs> and in it's the just corner of pedals. the room yeah. And there's two pedals You know, you've got to turn the key and the door uh, yeah. to get in, you got to turn the key again. Obviously, in the init- ignition, you've got a wheel to turn, pedals to push up and down, little uh, indicator lights to flick. You know, there's probably a lot of incidental exercise to be had. In yeah. in, in, in people don't talk about it enough.
2: We I might be able leaning, to refine it. Leaning over instead of. Trying to get the get the Bluetooth working.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Taking your <laughs> eyes off the road, panicking, <laughs> whipping your head back Panic. up again.
2: Because Yeah, looking down at your phone, looking back up as you try to <laughs> pick a podcast. <laughs> trying to find a topic that interests you. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Skipping through um, the ads.
2: Yeah. Trying to yeah, trying to use the sort of the plus fifteen second button. Mm um it's uh, a good button
1: it's a good button. yeah i think I it's mean, hard
2: when you're not looking at the phone It's when you think that you can you get a uh, you know the gist of the idea of where the buttons should be without looking at the screen mm, and you're like, yeah while you're driving you're like i mean i've typed i've typed out a <laughs> message before and just been like i don't need to look
1: <laughs> this is i mean this is exactly what i do as well alistair and it's so bad. It it's is the worst so thing to do in the world, and unnecessary. Yeah. It is Completely putting our lives at at risk. Our lives and other people's lives. Alistair. Everybody's lives are at risk. <laughs> Everybody's you, lives.
2: When you come out of it, when you come out of it, and you've you've completed it, and you realize how far away your attention was.
1: Oh, and the shame
2: hits you. Oh, the shame. The. you know the the amount that you're risking for the so Mm. little reward (laughs)
1: the tiny tiny reward
2: oh it's yeah i mean i have on many occasions pulled over
1: (laughs) and that's great yeah but i mean i guess the best that we can hope for is just to somehow by chance survive until self-driving cars become common and because yeah. you know, behaviour change is as we know impossible. And it's um it's a it's it's stupid to think that you can. Once you've got a habit like this, toxic habit, you're stuck with it for life. And you know, may unless there's some sort of some sort of methadone type thing that I can do to weed myself off. Mm, um, maybe, maybe methadone. They put a, maybe I'll just maybe get some methadone.
2: You get a little vial of methadone, and you could press on it mm. while you're driving. <laughs> Use your it. thumb, yeah. tap. You know, if they painted maybe a little, mm. a little key like digital keyboard on it, maybe they could integrate a screen that actually works, allows you to make phone calls. Maybe send I mean, texts.
1: I, I suppose you know either we could um, could do that. We could get self driving cars, or we could just get additional eyes, a new set of eyes. Built into a head sort of pointing down at a down into the left at a forty five degree angle. A second set of eyes. Second set of eyes, maybe in the chin. What about under the chin?
2: Under the chin. Um That area that usually kind of folds up into unpleasantness. (laughs) You smooth it out. You smooth it out, get some eyes in there. Maybe just one eye. Just
1: one eye. Just one big eye. Well we don't need depth.
2: We don't need depth perception because we're We're always looking at a 2D screen. Yeah.
1: That's a really good idea, Alistair. Either that or we sort of medicalize the lazy eye and we separate the vision processing of the two eyes. And Mm. we just, you know, you can have one eye on the road and one eye looking at your phone.
2: Would you think it would be more of a chin eye? It's like just a chin eye that kind of looks diagonally.
1: No, no, I understand down. the chin eye, but I was thinking, you know, if we just un- cut—I don't know—cut the uh, cut the muscles that that help your eye to move around, right? Yeah, and then just let it lol. One of your no, eyes but the just other, sort other of one... flops looking down. Yeah, and you could use. I it mean, to look I get that.
2: Phone. I get that. I just don't really want to compromise my regular eyes. <laughs> Do you understand that? Do you yeah. get that? Uh, like, no, you know, I, how, like... I
1: get that. I get that, Alistair, Sure. Okay, but it just seems um, like you don't really want this, you know, that you're putting all your faith uh, in this this almost impossible sort of chin well, eye technology, okay, whereas well, I'm, know, you, I'm offering you almost real solutions here. Well, no, no, but really you've heard this. Okay,
2: I know, I know. Yours is definitely more doable right now at, at the moment, mm. but you've heard of the cochlear implant, right? The, yeah. the cochlear hearing aid, yeah. whatever. What about this? The cochlear eye
1: cochlear eye. <laughs> I yeah.
2: guess you just and use whatever not, the same not nerve. not for
1: people who are impaired, although maybe we are impaired. You know, maybe having what we think is full vision is a type of impairment because at the moment it's stopping me from living the life that I want to lead, which is one mm. where I can look at my phone constantly while I drive and not feel bad.
2: Yeah, except feel bad that, that I spend so much time of my life looking at my phone.
1: Yeah, well, I'll feel I'll feel I'll but feel I think a different I... type of bad. I'll feel the kind of bad that I get when I'm looking at Twitter constantly. But yeah, but I, th-
2: I think I think that I only feel that way because there's times when I'm not looking at my phone.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> and because I know that when I'm looking at my phone, I'm not looking at other things that I should be looking at, right? But if mm. my other eyes are free to look at other things, <clears throat> this could actually be true happiness.
2: Yeah. Um, look, how am I going to write this extra eye
1: <laughs> on the chin
2: for, mm. um, maybe, maybe on chin. I was, you know, I wasn't going to specify cause I didn't want to upset you, but no,
1: Alice, no, that doesn't, the fact that it's on the chin doesn't upset me. The fact the that you're not, you know, I feel like I would be a, a sort of a thought leader making, putting myself on the line to, to I drive love humanity forward.
2: I love that you try to contribute.
1: Thanks, Al. That's. <laughs> it's,
2: I think. I think it's actually really cute
1: that I offer. Yeah,
2: that you make yeah. offers these little, these little, <laughs> and things that, you that you keep say. trying <laughs> after all of these years. <laughs> you know, it's so uh, it's cute. I love it's it. Cute. It's really beautiful. It's cute. What it's you really do. <laughs> and cute. Um, so you you don't feel bad for mm. looking at <laughs> phone
1: that's right do you know you that when reading phone? was first invented is yeah. this true is this true that when reading was first invented it was very very normal for people to move their lips when they read to themselves. Does that seem possible?
2: From a human perspective, sexes seemed sexes seem a relatively simple thing to get one's head around. It makes sense when you're reading out loud, I guess.
1: What were you reading? Uh,
2: um this was about everything you wanted to know about sexes. Ah. About the origin of sexes.
1: Mmm. Sure. No, this is um is for our other podcast. Yeah, this is because we're
2: doing research for the pop test. And returning so we're doing in August. An episode, returning in August. And we're, we're, we're um, doing an episode on reproduction. Mm. But then I guess I realised that going into the origin of sexes might just be something we touch on rather than something that... Uh, sure. But it is kind of important, I think. It feels very why, important. Why did we go to this two... This two slightly different creature systems.
1: And I believe that there are some um, uh, uh, organisms which have a vast number of biological sexes. And it would be very Uh, interesting to look into what
2: Fungi or fungi, as the experts would say.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's it's incredible for all the experts to be wrong about that.
2: I know. It was unbelievable. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Andy I think I've, I think I've come up with a line for the pop test just then. Oh yeah. So um why are there sexes and why is one of the why? why? I don't, I don't, I don't. Are you sure what?
1: about this Al? Are you sure yeah, about wait,
2: this? wait! wait, wait. I almost have it. Wait. Um okay, wait. Um we <laughs> It's not it's not very good. I don't think it's great, but I think Where did sexes come from, and why does one of them always be shopping? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, That's really dumb. Um, Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, it's it would be interesting to look at those species that do have you know seven different genders, and try to categorise them in terms of which (laughs) subsets of those genders be shopping.
2: (laughs) I mean, it would be great to actually, because, you know, there's there's lots of, like, studies that show that, you know, there's homosexuality in nature, and that there's, you know, lots of stuff like that, right? But I don't know how many studies (laughs) look at the role of gender or sex in nature and whether or not and and the frequency in which they be shopping. <laughs> <laughs> and of course you would have to define shopping in a different, you know, in a more nature type way.
1: I I I don't have to do anything, Alistair. Don't you tell me what to do. This is my <laughs> study. Okay? I'm gonna set the parameters. <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's literal shopping it's <laughs> Isn't it well i mean i mean
2: we do know that seagulls sometimes walk into it like a 7-eleven and just take a bag of chips mm. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah which
2: which gender tends to do that the most <laughs> which sex
1: well but that's interesting to me because that is shopping which i think is fundamentally different to shopping. You know, well, that's. I think shopping is broader. Shopping is a broader, um, thing that encompasses things like you know buying bread, and you know yeah. necessities. But I think shopping, in yeah. the in the sense that <laughs> that some of the the sexes be it, uh, I think yeah. is a, uh, is is a different thing that's more, limited to the subset of of luxury items.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Would you Would you consider say, and I know I know that this actually probably doesn't fit your your definition of shopping, but the 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 bowerbird, mm. um, with with all the blue stuff that it co- co- collects for mm. to to sort of decorate its place, um, mm. would you consider the male bowerbird in this case to be the one who'd be shopping more?
1: yeah I mean he's definitely decorating um, mm,
2: that's true yeah
1: but whether or not i guess he i guess he is shopping, yeah, no, I would say that is a I very mean, good example of shopping in nature yeah, great um because it's not about that I wouldn't consider those to be necessities be uh um, yeah <laughs> be interesting to um to live with a bower bird and um try I'm just picturing picturing sending your bow or bird husband, I guess off to the supermarket um with a list of really specific things that you need, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like quite important stuff for the household and w d forty later on, well, yeah. you pick something that's in a blue can uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what he comes back with. It's not even it doesn't even have any WD forty in it.
1: <laughs> but it's 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 but then he comes back on the side of the road. quite sheepishly with the bag. Yeah. Uh yeah. not really wanting to let you see what's in the bag. And mm. you know, you, you then do <laughs> have to go through the things and, you know, in quite a disappointed tone of voice point out that once again, you know, the you sent your bald bird husband out to get bread and um and muesli bars for the kids lunch boxes and then, and, and everything again, is blue it's just blue things it's just
2: and heads, then and then, is, and then this is this is like the wife or whatever yeah and then while she's talking he's picking things up and sort of putting them on top of shelves and <laughs> like l- l- spreading them around the room. <laughs> and then she goes, You did it again. I'm really yeah. disappointed. And then he goes, Wanna have sex? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then and then she looks at the uh, particular arrangement of blue object in the room and she's like, You know what I do? Yes. I do. Yeah. Because you know yeah. how to get me. You
2: <laughs> <laughs> And they have they have like seven kids. <laughs> it's not
1: going to work this time, Eric <laughs> I know, I'm really, i really, i really angry I'm really disappointed he, and angry He
2: does start swooning a little bit around the house <laughs> While he's doing it I know, I know While he's putting things around And then he's like <laughs> So,
1: okay This is not this is I don't think it's then it's not a physical bowerbird. This guy doesn't have a, the form of a bowerbird, but it's clearly a man who has the mind of a bowerbird. Yeah. And and all the, all those same behavioral instincts. <laughs> and and it turns out that he it does it does have the effect on his wife. This is I guess this is a, a world in which Maybe humans evolved from bower birds that there is that our our courtship <laughs> our courtship still has some you know in in the way that there are like very animal parts of our sexuality as humans you know yeah. that are that are quite basic needs and urges and instincts, but su- a, a big subset of those, the things that get us turned on. Have been replaced mm. with primitive bower bird instincts,
2: sure, and I mean it could so just be cultural, it could just yeah. be cultural you know could be could Pardon be because me. i mean we we have the ability to kind of just see something and mimic it rather than you know it have to be deeply ingrained but um I mean it could be it could be a you know a situation in which humans evolved from the bird,
1: yeah um. I'm definitely
2: l- open to that, Andy. I've just written down Boward Bird husband. And for me that's, you know, we can work out the uh, the details of it once we're um
1: once we're in there on yeah, the day. Once we're in there. Yeah. Once yeah, the yeah. cameras are rolling.
2: <laughs> Which is actually probably close to how we actually recorded um Australia get it up, yeah.
1: It is exactly how we did Australia get it up. Yeah. Uh, we'll
2: we'll we'll fly to South Australia. We know that we want to go to a salt lake. Yeah, we know it's four hours to the salt lake. We know it's a four-hour drive to the salt lake. Now, once we're about an hour and a half from the salt lake, let's (laughs) start talking about what we're going to do there.
1: (laughs) This is so painfully accurate. I,
2: I think it should be a guy who is trying to get land speed records in some way.
1: Yeah, now... What what resources do we have, or could we pick up from a shop between here and the Salt Lake that would allow us to film that? And I think then we did
2: stop at a market and we're we, like, oh, there's a wig.
1: Yeah, we went to a a Kmart and got some weird, weird shorts.
2: Weird shorts, yeah. two
1: pairs. <laughs> That's a costume.
2: <laughs> um, they could be they could be brother and sister.
1: Perfect. That's what explains why they've got matching shorts. That- <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, yes
1: She can be pregnant We'll shove something up her We'll do something in there, yeah Up her jumper um, I it could be uh, a third
2: pair of shorts
1: Still probably one of the better sketches If not the best uh, Sketch From Australia, get it up here So, you know
2: Look, I mean, I think it's It's dangerous to overwrite things
1: Yeah <laughs> That's what uh, we learned. That's what we learned. And then we almost lost the keys to the van. Oh,
2: on the salt flat. <laughs> while salt we were losing flight.
1: light. That's exactly right.
2: Oh, oh, my God.
1: I still regret that the ending of that sketch, we said that we had the guy in text after the at the end of the sketch, he killed himself.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, you see, I... Uh, I, I actually got, reflected on that in the last couple of days and I actually was like, no, I think that was right.
1: No, but I, I, I don't regret that he killed himself. I just wish that we'd added the fact that he was running at a at a land speed record. He killed himself while running at a, at oh, a yeah. really high speed. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, that would uh, have been good. T- and so he did actually successfully break a record.
2: Jeez, I, I wonder whether there's any way to edit this text on screen <laughs> bit this
1: <laughs> look it was now so long ago that i imagine whatever the format was that it was filmed in just isn't compatible yeah. with anything it's doc At doc YouTube. 97
2: <laughs> doc 97 no this is not actually going to be we retrievable fi- we filmed
1: this in doc format
2: <laughs> yeah anyway not even not even open office reads that now
1: i imagine that you know that eight minutes of conversation was extremely unpleasant for a large number of people who have no idea what we're well, talking about to listen. How
2: to. can they find it, and then they can know what we're talking they about? They can find the uh, Australia
1: Get It Up your Facebook page, and the, from there they can follow the links to wo- the hidden episodes on YouTube and watch. Yeah, it should all be called
2: it. Land Speed Record or something like that. Yeah,
1: you know it'll it'll be there it'll be there somewhere. I'm I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get it all in clips, and I'm gonna I'm gonna. Post some of it occasionally. Anyway, Alice, how many nice. sketch ideas have we got written down
2: so far? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven.
1: Jesus Christ!
2: Right. Yeah,
1: the bar yeah. is low today.
2: No, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, so we got a, we got three words from a listener. Um, so today, the three words from a listener, uh, again, was a scenario on which I wasn't sure that. Um, whether or not I'd done them before. But then this time, I ran them by Andy. Mm. I, I ran-deed them. Uh an did them. Oh, dear. must And they are... And so there's a chance Andy will know the words. But I, even though Andy said he doesn't remember us doing them, I think that there's a chance we've already done them. But they come from listener Adrian Hernandez-Arista. Hello, Adrian.
1: Adrian, thank you so much for this... And? What a what a what a joy it is to hear your name.
2: Now, Andy, do you remember what the words are?
1: Oh, you know what? It's come back to me now. I'm really sorry. I promised you that I'd forget them before the episode ended, but yeah. uh, I have just remembered them. Closeted Homo Sapien son.
2: Yeah, that's yes. right. He promised uh, that he would forget them, so that's the only reason why I did it.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, the what what this uh immediately brings to my mind is a short story that I read uh, by Isaac Asimov about um, they build this kind of time machine uh, that allows them to go back to the time of ne- Neanderthals and bring back a Neanderthal boy. But the mm. way that the machine works is it requires a huge amount of energy to keep this kind of time bubble open. And the boy yeah. can therefore only live in this very small area in the modern day, right? He can, he can live in there. And in the end, this woman who's been looking after him, they decide that not enough people are coming to see the Neanderthal boy at the museum or whatever, so they decide to shut it down and send him back to the past. And as a result, uh, he, um, the, the woman decides to go back with, her boy, with the boy into the past and live with, uh, live with him. Uh, back then.
2: Wow. Hmm. Uh,
1: and it's uh you know, it's what happens. Um, Does, go-
2: is, is, is as a mother figure,
1: I've got to go to the front door and uh, let the children into the house. So I'll okay, I'll leave you for a moment.
2: No problem. Well, um, this idea that I suppose uh, she goes back as a mother, I don't know what she would bring back with her. Um, I guess they probably have enough a flint. There Maybe they don't have any flint. Uh, you know, uh, maybe a knife. Would a knife be useful? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less and similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com
0: style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: Um, would a knife be useful in the, in the past, do you think? I guess for cutting, you know, not for cutting rock, but maybe for cutting animals. But then, you know, would she mess up the future? But she wouldn't get to see the future. So I guess, you know, it's like, well, would you make a mess if you know that you don't have to clean it up? I would. I definitely would. Um, but this doesn't get us any closer to um, closeted homo sapien sun. No. There's a. am back. Oh, I had a feeling.
1: Is there a, is there a type of time travel that would work mm. where we can only go back really really far right we can only go back super far to the point where anything we do like because you know there's always that op- that possibility in time travel where you say oh going back will change the present day but then there's also the version where well actually the what the world we're in today as it is now could only really was is is because you went back And change things in the past, right? And Mm. that sort of preserves the cause and effect thing. But it gets a bit messy if you go back to sort of recent history, where we'd be like, well, but we kind of remember it and there'd be some pretty obvious evidence of the technology that you took with you or whatever. But if you go back like, you know, a billion years, Mm. two billion, maybe you could even, you'd have to go back to like when the earth was all like covered in lava or something like that. Oh, hang on, wait! I think I'm just describing basically the plot of Loki, that TV that series on uh, on Disney. Forget it, forget it. Ugh. You know, um, you, but but a sort of a, a time travel thing where you can do it, but only if you go back so far that it's not interesting. You don't really you you can do it, but you can go have, but you have to go back so far that you don't get anything out of the experience at all. You can go back to sort of that time when the universe was cooling and no stars had formed and everything was just sort of a gas. You can go back to then and it's yeah. fine.
2: I think there's always that risk that if you go back in time that you will, you will appear where the planet isn't.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's probably one of the biggest risks. Which makes the portal to portal style seem more plausible.
2: Yeah, which means that you've got a, you can only go back as far as when you first created the time machine.
1: Indeed, yes.
2: That's um, the only thing that keeps it possible Possible, I feel, yeah. because or else you go well. If there was one, then why wasn't? Haven't we seen any time travel people? If one if somebody invents one in the future, why hasn't it become a you know?
1: That's that's what. But I'm then again,
2: uh, but then you know, people c- would keep it secret potentially, because you don't want to fuck things up.
1: Exactly. Sorry. Anyway, closeted Homo sapiens, son. Um, this is you know, you go back, and you're living with Neanderthals, th- and you have to hide the fact that you're a different species.
2: Well, that, that's what the f- that's what, what what the first what the first. Homo sapien would have been... I mean, I, I realize it wouldn't have been... It wouldn't have come directly from Neanderthals. No, that's true. Or Neanderthals. True. But, um, you know, either Homo erectus or Homo habilis or whatever it is. Maybe Homo erectus? Is that where we came from?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds um,
2: about right. So, there would have been a scenario in which both parents were Homo erectus and then mm. there would have been a, a Homo sapien child.
1: Mm yeah um, and uh they presumably you know are trying to hide their homo sapien tendencies, which I guess right. would be having a slightly different skull shape um that's right,
2: so they wear caps or they wear yeah sort of big <laughs> Napo- napoleon hats
1: yeah and uh you know
2: using Or, you know maybe that's where like turbans and stuff came from
1: ma- maybe using tools
2: um
1: yeah you know? art art having <laughs> I mean, yeah that, 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 that fits quite well um, with the, the analogy. The
2: desire to wipe out whole civilizations of other human species. Mm. Yeah. You think that, How long do you think they would have suppressed that? I guess until there was a, a, a much more majority population of but, sapiens. You know,
1: maybe when they reveal who they truly are to their Homo erectus parents, they've actually got yeah. really, really accepting Homo erectus parents
2: who, yes, that's who true.
1: are so accepting, in fact, that they're saying, look, just to show you how on board we are, how supportive we are of this, we'd like you to wipe us out first. We... That's so nice. Isn't that nice?
2: That is nice. And probably <laughs> in a r- scenario... Yeah, in a scenario where maybe homo erectus are going getting wiped out for some reason, you know, eating your parents probably would be very beneficial for your survival.
1: Exactly. And it would be make for a very heartwarming coming out video. Um, you know, when the, the sort of the stoop backed, um, homo erectus father, who you, who you expect isn't going to be cool with it. Actually. is. He's
2: starts tying himself to his own sort of roasting stick. Mm. (laughs) You know, he helps build the fire on which he's going to get, you know, crackled.
1: And you know what's great about this? What? It's not it's not cannibalism. This is the this was this was the only point in in history where um, somebody had the opportunity to eat their own parents without it being weird.
2: Because yeah, that's true. Different species finally completely morally okay.
1: Yep. So little uh. loophole there would have been almost a shame if they didn't do it.
2: Yeah, I guess especially if they they'd let's say they'd already had a family, uh, this kid, and with some other Homo erectus daughter of somebody else, and their kids would have been sort of more Homo erectusy. Mm. I think it's it's a pretty it's a there's no clear lines in this right because I don't think, you know the the Homo sapien born would have been born to super like the most homo erectusy parents
1: <laughs> um, they
2: probably would have already been a bit on the way uh,
1: that's true it's not
2: yes. it's not necessarily gonna be one <laughs> yeah it's one gonna, mutation
1: well it's gonna be something that the court is going to have to unpick I think the drawing that line and I'm not sure if it would work as a defense today if you did eat somebody and then tried to argue that you um your various mutations in your genome meant mm. that um, the law does the law doesn't apply to you because you're not a, technically a human. If
2: can somebody think... be born and then be like? Can a scientist go? You're actually a new species.
1: It must happen. It must happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like it must and happen think, within can... species that new ones are born who are no longer of that species. Otherwise, how do you get a new species? And, yeah, therefore- and like,
2: especially now that we got like, we got billions of people on earth. Mm. Like yep. there must just be people who are being born who are new species. And there must be biologists who can go, actually, you're better. You're better. <laughs> I mean, there must be one where they can go, you're worse. Yeah. <laughs> but.
1: But you're different. You're different. That's, that's good. It's something. <sighs>
2: Yeah. Look, do you think that this is where we should wrap things up?
1: <laughs> I think so. We really grabbed it.
2: Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I mean, we basically, we just did closeted homo sapiens son as is. You know, we didn't even change it. Well, um, I
1: think we made him accountable and that's our own special flair.
2: That's right. Accountable to eating his own parents.
1: And, you know, I think looking at it as a, as a legal defense that may have some relevance in the modern day.
2: Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of yeah.
1: course. And we're all oh, yeah. about those bottom draw legal defenses, Alistair. That's a bottom that's jaw. An entire bottom bottom
2: jaw would actually be how he would define mm. his own he could use yeah. that as a way of <laughs> as evidence for his being a different species.
1: That's right.
2: You know, bottom drawer legal defense is something I've only heard of yesterday, and then today is the second time I've heard it.
1: But it's something that we've talked about, you know. We've talked about those desperate last, you know, defenses a lot yeah. on this show. So, Absolutely. yes, now we now we know what it's called.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Andy, I'm going to take us through the sketch ideas for today. Please. Uh, we have aliens that stink, and uh, we have to not mention it, right? They don't have a sense of smell, and so... We don't want to offend them, and they're introducing us. You know, they are kind of our our gateway to the galactic community. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they're not the most popular ones, you know, they probably are the nerds or the uh, you know the stinky kid of the galactic community. But that gets us into the galactic community, no less. That's what we need. There probably is a galactic community, and we actually need to make contact with one. Because if there is one, right, we need an in. We yeah, need. You we need, need to be
1: invited. You can't. You show need them. to be invited.
2: Yeah, we need. Like, so they are probably different species that are around, and they're keeping an eye. They go, look, you guys, check out this sector. Y'all check out that sector over there. And if there's anybody good, bring them in. We got to be cool. Be cool.
1: Man. Everyone act normal. <laughs>
2: All right. Um Take a bite from my sandwich, I don't know. Um exercise unicycle. You know? mm. uh, I mean you know, you look at most exercise bikes and they put two wheels on there. Yep. <laughs> they don't, but they but I love I love to think about how different it would be. Would you still have that balance thing you would have to do?
1: I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. I think you still gotta look like a real fuckhead.
2: So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's
1: definitely no handlebars. And you're sort yeah, of balancing no, no up was. there. And you got to balance with the because arms with a regular... sort of flailing out to the sides.
2: Mm. Yeah. Because the exercise bike takes away the having to balance up exactly. thing. But, but this one shouldn't remove... Uh, well, I guess it still removes the balancing up, but it doesn't remove the balancing forward and back. Yes. Um, then we've got uh, workout gear shouldn't make things easier, but harder. And so this is like a company that Is releasing the line of workout gear that actually make things you know makes you use more energy. These are heavy shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. These are you know these are shoes that have you know uh, a pediatrician. No, what's what's the foot one?
1: Um. Uh. Podiatrist. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Podiatrist uh, recommended sort of uh, concrete inserts Mm. in your shoes. This is a
1: hat. Um, that's got a big sail on it
2: yeah cargo cargo swimming cargo pants and hoodie
1: Mm. cargo (laughs) pants with all the pockets are, are wide open
2: yeah absolutely um then we got low viscosity pools for space management this is once we get into you know overpopulated territory and uh you know big cities uh don't have as much space for 50 meter pools, but you could have a 20 meter pool with either with probably a lower viscosity liquid, like a. Yeah. I mean, like I could be F- wrong oil.
1: about it being lower vis- viscosity. It, you know, I, I, just we don't know, we don't know, but plenty.
2: right now we're, we're just going to take a guess, Andy. We're going to take a guess. Yeah. Um, probably harder. I think if you got to do more work to because I guess to swim in air would be would take so much energy. That's right. True. So yes. to to keep yourself afloat and swimming in water would be a sort of a lesser I- extreme version of that, but more mm. difficult. Um, but then to move through solid rock <laughs> yeah. is extremely difficult Again, as
1: difficult. well. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> extremely. You know? So to l- m- to move through molasses might be, you know, might also be difficult. Especially I guess if you add stickiness to it, not just viscosity, but stickiness, mm. that would add drag. What is stickiness if not just drag?
1: Um, yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point.
2: You know, or or a wolf pulling on your leg.
1: Mm, okay, now you got my attention.
2: <laughs> what is um,
1: stickiness if not a wolf pulling on your leg?
2: <laughs> well, I was talking about drag, but no. I know, apologies. I know. Ah, uh, you did it. Extra eye on, extra eyes on chin, just mm. for the phone, so you don't feel uh, bad for looking at your phone when you take your eyes off your phone. You know, because that's the problem. I mean, that's you know, that's that's I, that was one of the details I added. I know that's not really the whole point of the thing. It's more, more for driving, but but the idea is that that there is a possibility that the reason that you feel bad you get an opportunity to feel bad for looking too much at your phone is because there's a moment there where you're not looking at your phone. Yeah. And although, you get the you opportunity know, to...
1: It's a very good theory. I will say that sometimes I do feel bad while I am looking at my phone.
2: Mm, I know, but that's because you're looking internally, which is taking a moment away from your you're phone. You're right. <laughs>
1: you know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> my attention was on myself. I was being too self-centered if I...
2: yeah, Yeah. Then we got... Study of animals, uh, study of the animal world and uh, studying which sexes are more likely to be shopping. Mm, um, right. Then we have Bowerbird Husband, which is the husband who was sent out to go do grocery shopping but then came back with just things that were blue. And then we've got the first Homo sapien son coming out to their uh, Homo erectus parents.
1: It's really great, Al. What a, what a little collection.
2: Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight in an hour. That's uh, so don't, doing the maths on don't, that. Don't, 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 don't
1: do the maths on that, Al.
2: Don't do the maths. I okay. don't want
1: to know. I don't want to
2: know. We can yeah. um, So then we got. Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for listening to Two in the Think Tank. We like that you do that thing to this. And we can be found on the internet. I'm at Stupid Old Andy.
2: I'm at AlistairTB. I'm at AtremblayVirtual on Instagram. We're at Two in Tank on both Twitter and Instagram. Mm. You can support us on Patreon if you like. Thank you to everybody who does so much. Uh, Thank you to anyone who's ever watched magma or came to see teleport oh, yeah or uh you know thank you to anyone who's listened to the pop test we have now done a lot of stuff anyway <laughs> um <laughs> thank you very much i hope your lives continue to be good or get better if they haven't been good uh goodbye to you and good night and, and we we love love you you